Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Tuesday, October 15th, 2013, and I'm improvising this week with Unji Kim, um, which is great. Uh, I had such a good time. I was really excited to play with her. I think that she's someone that it lives the way that every improviser um, should live with regard to how they regard their craft intensely and emotionally and in a fully invested and um, I, I was quizzical way trying to figure out what it all is and so I was really excited to get to play with her and I was really excited to get to talk to her about what she thought about what we got up to so um, that, that was real fun and I hope you enjoy it. I certainly did. Uh, I think that the ongoing out of townness and general busyness may cause some uh, schedule disruptions coming up, although I certainly hope not, but please forgive me if that does wind up being the case. However, please still send me your suggestions. If you have a suggestion for a guest tonight to improvise to, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N, science at gmail.com with the subject line suggestion, and then whatever you care for that suggestion to be in the body of the email, and I will open that up right before we begin, and we will see it for the first time then and go from there. If you've got any other kind of correspondence, please send along to that same email address with anything else in the subject line, and I'll get to it as rapidly as I can. Um, for my recommendation this week, gosh, uh, there's a comic book that I've been enjoying a lot lately called The Strangers that uh, has a lot of sort of like throwback 60s, 70s kind of fun quality. It's written by this guy, Chris Robertson, who wrote a, uh, a, a a recent comic, I Zombie, that was uh, drawn by Mike Allred, who's an artist I really like, and it, it captured that same sort of uh, feeling, and I, I'm happy to say it's sort of, I, I think it's not only in Mike Allred's art, but also in Chris Roberson's um, uh, writerly voice. So uh, if you're a comic book person, that's one that's probably worth checking out if it's not already on your list. All right, well, let's uh, get onto the scene here. Uh, this is Unji Kim and I improvising to a suggestion from Luke Gahant, and that suggestion was Minnow. Can you, uh, can you confirm or uh, deny? Uh, do, you, do, you think the, do, you think do you think I've lost weight? Oh, boy. That's a, that's a sticky... It's a sticky pit to invite me into, you know? I mean, I don't know what you want to hear, number one. I mean, okay. I'm I want to I'm I'm hear you confirm it. I okay. want to hear confirmation. Whether you lost weight or not. Of the hard work I've been putting in. Yeah, you look great. You lost a bunch of weight. Are totally being, great. Are you being sarcastic? Because I don't want to no. be one of those things. Like, I'm looking to you for a genuine assessment. No, hey, look. I'm try And I'm trying to genuinely assess, honestly. But, I mean, it's... uh. It's a rough roll, you know? I mean, people, I feel like, have asked me for genuine assessments before and have shot straight, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, oh, that's the way you feel. Okay, fine. And then it immediately shuts the chill down, you know? So it's a big chill down. Is that like one of those things that we have to learn as, you know, 45-year-old fishermen? <laughs> I mean, I guess, well, you know, that's 
what I believe. I've decided that it's a lesson that I should learn. Okay, I mean, you know, because who you never know who's gonna be hurt. You know, we may fishermen, we may be, and yes. in our in you know in, in our middle age, but still, you know, people get bent out of shape because people have vanity, or if it's not vanity, it's like um, ooh, it's a lack of confidence. I guess does that sound right? There are certain truths that are left unsaid, right? Like, that's one of those things that we have to come to terms with as we grow older. Oh, man, it's, uh, I guess it's another one of these days. So if, they're, if, they're not, if they're not biting, we'll dive into the deep end and see what, what else is in there besides fish. Um, yeah, oh, wait, roll that one back to me again. I'm sorry, I just, I was like... Oh, okay. Well, let's get in it. But then <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I just I feel like you know we've been tossing back platitudes long enough. You know, being out here, just being the men that we are, you just don't speak about the things that uh, that probably are weighing on our mind genuinely. Yeah. But uh, well, I'd love to open up because you know, yeah, I'd like to. It's just that I've been in plenty of situations that tell me no, I'm not allowed to. You know, because all of a sudden, you know. It's like, uh, it's, it's like when that Pinfield kid threw my mailbox through my window because he was high out of his mind. PCP. You know? Yeah, yeah. He was. Um, Big problem. He was dusting, is what yeah. the cops said. Okay. You know, and then he comes over, and uh, you know, I just had to be a strong, silent type. But really, I was, bo- I was both hurt, like. What inside your brain chemistry picked ex- me out as your victim? Who expects that then, sort of violence in your everyday life? Exactly. It's just so. But then I also looked at him and I'm like, this kid is is all is ruining his life. And you know, I wanted to be like, you really hurt me, but I see that you're also really hurting. And then I I kind of wanted to weep and embrace. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's something soft about Hank. He's he's he, oh he's did you see he was you ready. You see a crinkle around your eyes, yeah. a small a, a small glimmer of some. I don't. I you know what? I, I'll tell you right now. It's something that I've wanted to pounce on and uh, pummel your face for sometimes as well. What my crinkle? No, your crinkle. This like small brief moment of uh, emotional uh, elasticity. Yeah. I want to pound on it. It seems weak to me, but I'm saying I would well, never do that. I would never do that. To you, oh yeah, you invite me into you invite me into the same space of revealing. That I have feelings, and then you tell me you want to pound me for it. It's it's a I you know what I the world really constantly is. reinforces that I should not indulge my sensitivity. I'm equivocating. I'm equ- it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a situation that you know as men in our society. Can you? I don't know. I just just a, you know I'm sick of thinking about society. I want to think about me. <laughs> don't I get to be me? I really wanted to talk to you actually. Uh huh. Um, well, we are now. We're in it now. Yeah, you look like you lost weight. Well, I You was, look like you lost weight. I was weight, really trying to... But you look sick. Well, Your cheeks are hollow. You need more meat. I you was trying to say meat. the same thing about you. You look like you've lost too well, much weight. I, I was just really trying to pull up on your you're trying to bait me? Yes. Because oh. I can't be forthright. I can't be forthright. You know, I... Well, now I feel... I mean, I... I didn't invite you to assess my weight. Well, your wife has talked to me already about your celiac. Oh, I wish that Daphne could keep it in the house. Just keep it in the house. 
Fish God, egg. It's look, out of the I'm house. I'm getting loud. I'm gonna scare <laughs> away any fish. That... It's outside of the house. I can see your weight loss. I can see you're not eating gluten. I can see these choices you're making. Yeah, well, that was a doctor's order. I mean, how, when have we ever stopped by Whole Foods? It's always been Dominic's, Trader Joe's for the two buck chucks, and then straight to the lake. But this time, you had to make a special stop. I know, and I feel like less of a man. I didn't want to say anything because I'm a polite guy. But I just I, mean, I, I want to have a beer when I'm on the lake. And you can't get a gluten-free beer anywhere but in Whole Foods. It's, I never wanted to know what celiac disease was. I never did. I mean, sure, I'm sleeping through the night and the farting is way down, but I'm not happy. That's Civilization was built on bread. Grains! This is agriculture's footstep. I'm just wanting Preaching to say... Preaching to the choir. I'm just trying to say, uh-huh. maybe... You're going to talk to me about it, as opposed to me making these judgments, talking about how you're soft, Marge is probably trying to get you to lose weight, instead of it being a real medical condition. I mean, I looked it up. I didn't. I doubted it's rat. I didn't, I didn't believe oh, it. Oh, I thought it was that. fake, too, but, yeah. but... It's real. It's real. Yeah, I'm sleeping better than the farts are dead. I'm just I, unhappy. Read some really and, moving testimonials. I mean, and I want Yeah, well, I wish I could be one, but my testimonial is mixed. It's an extremely mixed testimonial. Uh, I mean, are right. you really living? Are you even living? No, well, I'm enjoying today. I'm living today. And, you know, I'm living in the safe parameters that my wife and physician have prescribed to me. But I'm doing what I can. We, it's all... We all oh, make... Come uh, on, shut up. Just have some, have some of your gluten for your beer and we'll just fish. No big deal. I just, I just wanted you to tell me. I just wanted you to let me know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was just spending a lot of time out here. Just. Well, I'm happy that I opened up, even though I don't appreciate the deceit that led me there. I got those are issues I got to work through. I mean, I'm not gonna die. I'm not. Gonna so, do you that. honestly have nothing going on? This has all been about trapping me and telling my. Because you do look thinner, your cheeks do look hollow. But I mean. I don't know, maybe that's a problem with my eyes now that I don't have any gluten in my system. Everything looks a little bit hollow to me. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing well. I've decided to go carb-free as well. I have diabetes, but that you already knew. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've had that for, yeah, forever. Uh, I mean, just Jeannie and I are, you know, I just think that maybe... Do you think that maybe this, the pudge was too much? The diabetes, the insulin. I just sometimes feel like when she pinches my, when she pinches my leg fat, and she has to insulate me, or what's the word, shoot me up with stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. It's part yeah, of the problem. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's bad if you haven't taken the time to learn the. Um, the terminology. I just, yeah. but she does it. She does it, and just the safety and. Um, well, that's a lot to rely on, and I could see somebody getting resentful over that. But I mean, also, it's, you know, she's, I've also just been out of work. I've also, I'm not kissing her enough, I think. You know, like on the lips. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to stir the pot. (sighs) Maybe it's just the kissing on the lips and the, I don't know. Should I caress her more? What's up? What do you do? What's your caressing situation? Caress once a day, twice a day? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think usually it's uh, we go to bed and it's only a precursor. No, no. I mean, when we go to sleep, each of, we sort of do a light tap on the outer thigh just to say, "Hey, I'm still here," and then we drop away in the way that we do. 
Uh, I do that too, but that's not, that's no way to live. I mean, do you feel, I'm not satisfied with that. I I guess I just, maybe I'm looking for the caress. Oh God, this is revelatory. Why do I keep asking questions? (laughs) Well, it sounds like we've hopped you. (laughs) And that's our time. (laughs) Sorry. No, that was great. Oh man, that was so fun. Uh, All right, I'm going to start, I'm going to start the timer up and then we can talk about it. So, uh, that, uh, it's, uh, I thought that was so. I thought that was so fun. I love those scene. I love kind of like, uh, I love playing scenes like that. You know, I mean, I think they bear time where it's kind of like, you know, after a couple minutes, we sort of like assumed. Um, so we got you know we sort of assumed like, we we got to a place where basically we could talk to each other and relate as these characters and then just have a conversation. And then I think that's just a really interesting thing because you know, clearly. In the way that we're talking to each other, there's a lot of each of us. Yeah. You know, like a lot of who we really are. But we're mixing it together with the point of view of who we are as a character at that moment. And I think that's the thing that's really interesting for how we wind up. Like just having just having a conversation, an intense conversation between these two fishermen, allowing us to sort of like dip and dive into what is our true core, like root personalities, and then also how we're looking at the world through their eyes, I think what made us being able to just talk for a long time be like really, really fun to play. And then also like, you know, I didn't feel like that there was any, anything that we needed to do aside from sit there and, and have a conversation, you know? I mean, I, I mean, I've actually been doing exercises in um, rehearsal where we're doing dinner table conversations. Mm-hmm. So it's all seated. Which is, oh, yeah. Which is something, especially for me, very difficult to do. I don't like to sit down and see. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, thank you for doing this, and yeah. I'm sorry to put you through it. <laughs> it is really funny to watch you sort of, like, furtively, like, pick up things and, like... Try to do some of. object or anything. Yeah. I mean, because creating, uh, living vividly inside of a mm-hmm. world is difficult to do just, uh, just cerebrally or with intellectually. Yeah. Um, I think mostly because I'm a very verbal person. Yeah. So it's, this feels very much like a wheelhouse, but then I can't improvise. I'm just talking to you as myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and engaging a world or at least standing like, like this is a performance. At <laughs> <laughs> like, least creating, like, you know, having a metaphorical curtain that is drawn. Yeah. Is helpful. Um, but this dinner table stuff has really helped settle me in that, um, you know, cause you can, you can, I mean, I think after you are 27 and you've been in a relationship for over a year, you're, you sit down and you've taken on a persona at a dinner table right. with friends that you're not, really don't know very well, but right, like right. they've invited you because you're this person or like, I don't know, this, we need, the, everyone here is a doctor, we just need someone who is not. <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh no, I mean definitely like it's a, well, but I, no, I guess that's not the same circumstance. I was going to say like. With my North Carolina friends, I have like this stable of, of guys that I went to high school and college with that are all massively successful. But, yeah. but then I don't know when we get together, we're still the same fourteen year old boys that we always were. So I mean, old school, not, but it's yeah. sometimes just more like peripheral yeah. people yeah. and like and learning to what is it to focus the energy through a prism that way. It's been something that I'm. It's fairly new to me because I yeah. just I need to move around. Like it's yeah. like I just, my where else will my aunt manic stuff go? <laughs> <laughs> like it just it just becomes a ball of anxiety in my stomach, <laughs> and then I'm nervous. Versus it being a 
conversational and relaxed and like that has really been something new for me in terms of uh, improvising. Well, I think I think that's actually really cool. Like in t- along two, kind of along two paths. In that I think that actually, you know, I think physically engaging to perform is something that is so important that gets lost on people. You know, like people just don't think about doing that, and so they rule out like one of the huge tools of like of engagement. If you see something physically happening, you believe it. You believe that it is more substantive than something just described. You know, like that's just like, you know, it's 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 less of kind of like, oh, here's an idea I had of something that could happen. Verbal gymnastics. It's something yeah. that is happening. Yeah. Yes. You know, in some way that's that's kind of like taking on, you know, sort of taking on some some physical. I mean, form. If, if, so, you, if you do that, then you have so much more pressure to think of something funny to say. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's something that uh, I can't, ha- I mean, I do that in real life. Like, I'll agonize over a phrase or something and really think about what I want to say. Um, you know, I'm very much, uh, like, I'm a writerly person, you know. Right, yeah. But as a performer, it's fucking death. It's yeah. death. Like you're just out there and you're not engaging, and then you're a shitty partner, shitty partner, because you're not listening. Because you're like, I gotta think of something. You set it <laughs> up. I gotta think of something. Like to crush this, as opposed to showing. I mean, that's the very basic writer yeah. show. Don't tell. Yeah. And well, that's yeah. That's I mean, cool. Very basic, but like the telling. I feel like there's so many people that are so fucking funny that can't do that. But um, well, I'm the same. I'm the same. Well, but you know, I think that you know, like I. I, I think that probably what you're describing is something that like would help nearly everyone to learn because I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, I think I'm pro- I, in, you know, like a very anxious, pensive, like overthinking person. Yes. But to play, you know, yeah. in playing, it, it it's helped me kind of like get away from those tendencies a little bit, and it is more effective. I mean, we're seeking to be, not to. Not to, to tell, yeah. you know, and so so if you can actually sort of like settle into something and be, then 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 it's so that so much more powerful, um, which is so I think that's probably good. Like that, so if it's really a struggle, it's probably a good struggle to have. <laughs> um, but then also, you know, like I kind of I just feel like this is. I mean, I, I don't know if it's just because it's been something that you've done re- recently, but I thought this was like awesome. I mean, it was it was really you know because the. Part of like part of that being, I think, is like is trying to trying to express through our, through what our voice is, you know. And so, like, to to play someone that we don't have don't understand and isn't part of us is going to produce something that's really thin, you know. And it, it just doesn't stand up. And right. so, I you know I really liked that that you know we were a pair of forty five year old fishermen, but essentially it was like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought yeah. you were you were very close to you, and I think me, I me, you know, I think I assumed like a little bit more of a character voice, and I was pretty close to me. But what I but what I put on top of it was suppression. Right. You know, like I'm not suppressed in the way that <laughs> that character is. Yeah. I'm I'm like, oh yeah, if I'm upset, then you will see. Pardon me, you'll see me upset. You know, and. Yeah. But but laying on top of myself the inability to express in that way allowed me to kind of play that way and have that conversation and have it be 
interesting to me and have it be different than the conversation that we may have if it was just you and me, you know? And, and so that, you know, so I'm a fan of like whatever, if it's a light character touch or it's a heavier character touch, as long as it's like true and you're really trying to be that person when, when, when you play it, I think that's, you know, I think that's really great and important. That's been, yeah, and also like trying not to, um, I was watching, I was just at IO last night and I was watching Colleen do something ridiculous, who was being ridiculous and saying something ridiculous and not breaking at all. Yeah. Something that I have a tough time doing. Um, and, and I've been really trying to work on it, like really, really trying. And I feel like that is the same sort of, um, like it helps get like you can lay that no matter how thin if you've layered if you've layered on a very thin veneer of like a character let's say you've be really very much speaking as yourself but you choose not to break and really commit to it in a real way like just that thin layer you commit to that thing because you will speak as you regardless yeah that's not the thing that you have to think about um but if you focus on that layer it really helps with not breaking and um like committing to a scene as opposed to thinking uh, outside of like well where can I create a thing to have it be a tag or like it fit better within a narrative arc I don't I that's not right but I mean that's not what I'm trying to say but it's it was it's more that like just committing to it in a harder way I, I, I'm, I don't have well no but I mean I yeah. think what you're t- I think I think what you're t- talking about is it is is along the same lines of what, of what we're talking about of committing to be something you know, rather than than try to um, project something or create something outside of yourself that you're kind of offering to observe, but actually really being it and taking it seriously. You know, yeah. sort of say like, this is me. I'm not going to. I'm not laughing at myself because I don't consider myself an object of mockery. Yeah, I'm really being this this thing. At the same time, I mean, I have kind of like, I don't. Re- I'm not bothered by break, breaking okay. in in some. It it really depends. Like, I think that if if breaking is something that is calculated, where um where it's to prompt an audience or to give yourself like an out yeah. for doing something, if if what you're if you know if if it's be, if it's being used like as an insincere crutch to protect yourself from expressing, then. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I'm like, do this. Like, yeah. care. You know, but at the same time, if somebody is just having so much fun and is having such a blast that, like, they wind up laughing because the... They've you tickled know, themselves so much. Yeah, because... <laughs> the whole or, thing. You know, whole or the, thing. And, yeah, they're, like, they're, they're, they can't believe how silly it is yeah. or, like, they're enjoying their scene partner so much, you know, and, like... If, if it comes from the sincere experience of being something and committing to it, and then all of a sudden you have a realization, then I'm like, I, I, you know, it's not rehearsed. It's it's in the moment. And so if in the moment you're truly, like, taken by it, then then I don't have a, an issue with that, you know? I'm like, it's joy for me. Yeah. And so I, I, I'd rather have, like, you know, rough and spontaneous and sloppy joy than 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 and then stuff that that uh, you know ha- then to be in a s- situation where someone's yelling at me because I 
thought something was funny. And I know that that's kind of like the extreme, yeah. the other extreme of like the never break, you know? But like, you know, playing with Louie, Louie breaks all the time. Yeah. And I'm never bothered by that because he's he is trying not to. Yeah. But things keep happening where he's just like... It, it, it looks like he's having realizations about who he is as a person. Yeah. And if that's, if we're all having those realizations and I'm kind of like, ah, you know, I forgive this. I for I, it, it, it manifests in a certain way, but like, it really depends like why for me, like what's behind it, you know? And, and what is, what does it take? What, what do you, t- what is it taking away from? If it's if it's making me have a better time watching it, you know, then I'm all for it. Is there like a pie, uh, 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 a percentage of a pie that you uh, would? This is I totally agree with you. Like that is that's 100 uh, percent finger in the air. Agree, <laughs> um, but uh, yes, totally. I where does the revel? Is there a point at which the joy of it and this you spazzing out and jizzing out all over <laughs> the place like supersede like what you're fucking trying to do like what you're trying to accomplish because I yeah like sometimes I want to explode and like I have to like remove myself and like I almost wish that someone will like all right you've had enough Kim attack you up <laughs> like, you you go home like because yeah. um. I, it's almost incapacitating. Right. Like, where it's, um, can you believe this is <laughs> happening? And like, you know, and we're, we're doing this and like people are laughing. I'm laughing. You're laughing. Everything is happening now. Yeah. And, um, but I, I, I think that's the stuff that really I've been trying to do with the sitting down yeah. and not having like, because I, I don't know. So at some point those two bubbles will meet and maybe I will yeah. be a fully full actualized well, I think it's it's yeah. If we're if if only that would work out for all of us. I mean, I, I think you know that's the thing for you. It's kind of like yeah, it's your personal travail that you like are are so like have have such an intensity of feeling about this stuff, you know. But it's kind of like, well, if that's your particular burden, think about all the burdens that you could have, and that one's pretty good. You know, I mean, it sounds like you've pretty much identified the stuff that you that you personally want to like improve on, right? It's like, oh, I like to break less. I like to be able to sit and have a conversation. I like to be able to focus more. And like, you know, craft takes time and work. So like, you're you'll roll over that stuff and like get you know improve that facet of your technique if that's what you care about. But you're also always going to be you. So it's sort of like. You should be happy with your base baseline too, because you you I mean you certainly have something that like that is unique, you know that like a lot of other people just don't have, you know, and so it's kind of like, I mean, good, yeah, you should work as hard as you can can to be a good artist, but at the same time, like there's who the fact that you struggle with breaking and the fact that you that like. You're gonna go supernova because you're you're you, because you're so engaged. It, I think that like there's things to in your personal diagnostic to seek out there and be, and be like, thank God I feel this way. You yeah. Know? I mean, because for me, you know, I'm like terrified of I'm terrified of not of of not having that joy. You know, I mean, like to you know, it's like I don't think it's gonna happen, but like. You know, I, I, 
obviously, like at this point, I've really committed my life to sort of like this, <laughs> this thing, Thanks. right? And I don't think it's going to, to that. I, I really don't think that's going to change. But, you know, and part of the recognition of like, uh, for me, of like, okay, well, that's who I am. I do derive so much personal value from this that I'm willing to keep putting stuff back into it, you know? But then I said, you know, well, like playing with you or seeing you play, I'm just like, oh man, you're so like in the zone of what makes this an intense experience, you know? And I'm envious of that because I know that probably it's there, you know, there are, t- I, I kind of feel like I have never seen you play where you have had any, anything that, even tips the needle over halfway remotely pointing towards lack a lackluster feeling for the experience, you know? (laughs) And like I, it happens to me very rarely, but I've had those, I've had, you know, shows or moments where like the personal exhaustion I feel has not let me, you know, kind of achieve that, that, that level of energy or that level of engagement. And so, you know, how do you sustain then, like outside of like those moments? Because you, personally speaking, like are very much one of these people. You know, you well, you, you got the joy, man. Like well, oh, yeah. deep down, and like it's like a Christian. Well, vibe. thankfully, yeah. it happens rarely, but, yeah. but but you know, it's but it's a sobering moment. You know, like the for the show that you know, I I can have shows I'm not happy with or feel bad about yeah. and wind up. But even that's engagement, right. where it's like I'm like, oh, I'm ripping myself apart. Right. But the shows that have felt really bad are the ones that happen, you know, once every three years or something, where I'm like, where yeah. I'm just like, I think I didn't, I think I checked out and didn't try, yeah. you know? And it's like, and it's just like a, it's just like a fatigue, fatigue. you know? I mean, that's what frightens me, like the detritus of life. Mm-hmm. Like, you sticks to yourself, right? And, like, as you move forward and as you only get older, there can only be more shit that attaches to you and yeah. weighs you down. Yes. And but, joy is a light thing. Yes. And I think that, that the level of focus and analysis that you have, and I think, and I have, in trying to think, in thinking about that is a good thing because... Toward... Yeah, kind okay. of, because, I mean, I think that... If when you look at it like that, it can really seem like a real force of kind of ultimate entropy, where it's like, yes. okay, yes, we're we're going to accrue all this stuff, but what we also accrue is a little bit more of a sense, I think, of just experience gives us a little bit more of a sense of moderation, you know, okay. of like being like, you know, the things that devastated us at at some point in our life probably are could still be devastating but at least we have a perspective to kind of like put it in place you know like I mean I have many moments in my life now where if I'm if I've had a rough time or something that has made that that makes has made me sad I can be like yeah I feel really sad but it's fine because it's because I'm not questioning that sadness you know yeah it's it's like the the ability to have great, very powerful feelings, um, but that have a level of simplicity, you know? That's what's, is, I really like that about getting older. Yeah, yeah. It's like, is I think really important. And so if, as long, I think, for me at least, I feel like as long as we continue to sort of like seek to understand ourselves so that 
so that we can seek so that not so that we can cut off feeling but so that we can seek simplicity in how we understand our own feelings then we're going to be more as long as we apply that universally and it's not just like I understand being sad and I accept that as long as it's like as long as it's also like I understand being happy and I accept that and it's not false you know like to just like feeling sad isn't false but it's not a big deal because sometimes you feel sad it's fine like sometimes you feel happy and that's not false because sometimes you feel happy you know and so that kind of to me I'm sort of like yeah we accrue all this fatigue but we also accrue the ability if we pay attention to understand ourselves greater and also and understand our mutability as human beings, our emotional mutability. And so if we have greater access to feeling, you know, because we understand how we feel, because yeah. we pay attention, yeah. then I think that that, you know, it, it becomes a different perspective, but it, I think it seasons you how, you, how you can approach this stuff. And so it's like, yeah, I feel fatigued, but if I s- experience a spark of happiness then I can dive into that. Like I have the, 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 the sort of the wherewithal to sort of be like this tiny spark is not just something that is helping make me crazy because I'm a young man, but is a, is an opening that I feel this way for some reason. And if I can dive in, start diving into that simple thing you know, it's all stacked on top of each other and because I've got some kind of, because I spent so much time thinking about why I feel the way that I feel, then I can start to connect the dots and, you know, kind of like come to more of a crescendo, you know? And so that's, that's... Is that what gives you focus? Like that I concentration? Because, so. you know, sometimes, especially being in the mix and today specifically, it had been like, there was like a bunch of people... This is my struggle with it sometimes is that my my focus is only what you're describing. That, yeah. Like um, getting better and just focusing on, I just really want to get better. And I like it enough that I want yeah. to do this and it's a big part of my life. Um, but like it, it's tough to do that. It's it, without the, I feel like without a certain level of ambition and like, um, what's the word? I think maybe ambition, like a larger, another ambition. Yeah. It's tough to keep towing. Like, that's what I'm asking. He's like, that's why if that joy, if it diminishes at all, I just wonder how dark this tunnel will get. Yeah. Well, you know. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. Because like ambition creates these walls for you. Like you have to go towards this goal. Yeah. It's not just an emotional investment. It's. Well, I think, I think a big part of that is defining, is, get, get, you know, giving yourself the, the, permission to define what that goal is more so than having it defined for you, you know? Because, I mean, like part, you know, there's, I certainly have a lot, kind of almost a level of fatalism to the, to what makes me sort of be the way that I am where I'm just kind of like, you know, there's, there's all these kind of like metrics that people set up out there of like, the supposed measure for success in life, right? But the you know the that's something that exists on a timeline outside of what your personal timeline is. Yeah. And there isn't you know you don't suddenly get an emotional chip upgrade. 
by by hitting any of those things, you know. And so it's it's kind of like wh- what can you control? What what can you seek in the in in what you feel in the timeline you feel that will give you the most kind of like satisfaction and I mean I don't know I feel like you're a seeker I and I certainly am that's all I am well yeah and, <laughs> and, and I think that's the thing though part of part of seeking is is realizing what you know generally what it, it is you're investigating you can't know what the final no. what the final output is but you can kind of point in a direction and say I'm interested in investigating this and this is why, and you know, and and uh, you know, kind of rolling through it like that, and it, and it really takes like, I think it takes more effort than than is probably expected to sort of say, this is why this has value, and that's a good enough reason for me to try and try and keep going. You know, I mean, for me, that's it's you know, it's why I'm why I'm. Like doing like doing a podcast is because for years I was like, yeah, I'm not trying to. What I want to do is improvise. Yeah. If I start taking paying gigs, those paying gigs are not going to provide me with the opportunity to improvise in the way that I want to improvise. And so, so how is that different than a job? You know. Yeah. That and. So that's where I am. And so like I'm kind of like, oh, but what I love doing is improvising in the way that I get to improvise. Why? I care but I care about improvisation. Okay. Then I started describing myself as improv academic. But I didn't do anything academic. I just thought about it a lot and cared. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But then it's like, okay, but what do I really but if I'm gonna describe myself this way and think about it this way, then I should have some kind of scholarship surrounding this because that's what I say I'm doing and it shouldn't be hollow it should be a- actual if, if if what I'm telling people is something that I really believe then I should be pursuing it like it's something I really believe and it's like hard you know but <laughs> right. but ultimately worthwhile I mean like I feel really you know that's that's what it is for me you know I'm more worried about my body failing than my emotional like you know really I'm, yeah I'm like I think that, like, you know, it's, like, the, the the physical limits of my intelligence and my body are going to be the things that fail far before my emotional commitment to doing this stuff ever That's does, terrifying. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's totally scary. <laughs> <clears throat> completely, completely terrifying. But it, that certainly doesn't invalidate the pursuit, you know? It's kind of like, well, you know, every... Every human being has to cope with that notion, I you know? know, and, and really should, should that limit us? I don't know. I was Well, really... you recently had a birthday and you're no, in the time. No, but that's not even that. It's also a young Kapoor. Mm-hmm. And then I watched, um, there will be blood. Oh yeah. Um, and it just made me really feel bad about humanity and like, try, <laughs> just, I don't know. I was in an overall malaise. Mm-hmm. I was feeling blue just about like dying and um not dying like sort of like me dying in the ground yeah just like all of us like how sometimes life can be feel sisyphean like that is on that side (laughs) you work your entire life to acquire things and um partners uh wealth 
and career and like certain strands of purpose. And at the end, at like in some point, you just get pushed back down the hill, <laughs> and then and then you die. Right. <laughs> like, but you're like <laughs> you know. But what's fu- you know what's funny about that though is that it's like yeah, you're right. I mean, like that's it, right? That's like the that's the way that the that's the way that the summary plays out. But that's why being engaged in moments is so important because you know it takes a few seconds to say that and sort of say be like well that's what it is but over the course of that you get the opportunity to live you know yeah And and those moments of like feeling feeling things um in concert with others that's the real reason that's the part that improv like got me. Well, <laughs> and and it's it's exactly it is that what we're trying to do and kind of even like with the scene is have the opportunity to operate through certain perspectives that permit us to have introspection, introspect and introspection in a way that like lets us consider slightly different points of view that is not really I mean is you know, a, a creative conjuration, but isn't necessarily hypothetical. No. Like, if we're doing it right, when we're playing, we're having the opportunity to to shade into those versions of ourselves. And it, it's an opportunity to, like, really engage in, in, in a style of introspection and exploration that is not, um, that is not immediately available to ourselves by... By ourselves, you know, yeah. like if I was singing here and was like, oh man, that would be tough if I was more suppressed, <laughs> you know, it'd be like, that would be it. I would be, it would be such conjecture. It would be the telling and not, yeah. you know, not the showing. But since I get to play with you, I get to show it. I get to be, I get, get to be suppressed and experience some of the feelings that, that go with that. And so when I'm back to being me talking to you now, I don't have to imagine it I've kind of like had a moment where I've seen if I you know if I were if I felt a certain way about myself and had a moment where I fell into a certain thing you know it's like oh okay you know it's getting to transport ourselves in that way is it's it's so worth it like you know it's I mean yeah a lot of stuff is hard but it's kind of like well when when your Sisyphusian journey is done, do do you do you want? I don't really feel that way in order, but it's just something. But, I but yeah, no. But do you want do you, do you want the 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 you know the subtext line to be like, you know, and they were really beaten by this whole thing, you know, or they took every opportunity to 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 feel what it was like to be human and understand it better. I mean that's you know? that's but that's the people do this. Oh, I I I think mostly with the part about doing scenes. I think mostly nowadays with like two persons specifically because sometimes I feel like it's another animal when you have like a big ensemble and you're doing something together. It feels a lot more like a symphony, versus uh-huh. like there's just like things happening and things are happening in concert and like things are joining together and creating a larger thing and. And if you take a moment to just listen to the bassoon, you're like, oh, what's going on over there? And then you see, you, you take a macro view and you just hear it all in a wall of sound. It's really satisfying. Um, but with two-person scenes, I feel like there's a moment to like of a communion between, like what you were talking about, those perspectives, mm-hmm. being able to commune. Like I was thinking of, um, I don't know, if there's like a Star Trek where there's like, 
um, like there's this like an alien, uh, it's like a new type of being, right. <laughs> and they're just light. There's like just beams yeah. of light, and then they come together. There's like inside of this thing, and I feel like that's what you get that opportunity to do. Like I think we as humans are generally just two separate beams of rays of light, kind of drift. And inside of improv, you have an opportunity to like, you know, and inside of like, yeah. love, being in love as well. Just but you get to share something, however uh, uh, ephemeral improv is. But you know, hopefully with. Well, yeah, you get. Yeah. I mean, you just, you're really. I mean, you're hopefully in all sincerity exposing yourself to a point of communion with someone. Right. You're, you're right. I mean, that's a. It's really, and I think that's what's cool about those ensemble shows is that hopefully those moments would exist within it, and then you have this ensemble that is observed. It's more of like a, uh, you know, rather than it just being a moment of communion between two people, you actually have like a a, a collective brain. Yes. Where you you have active pieces of that brain firing as those two people, but then you have your observational processing stuff that allows for drifting to other thoughts that will allow for other things to happen and, cre and create, you know, tumble through more ideas. But, you know, it's all sort of, it's the increasing complexity of like what, of what we, what we do, you know, from, you know, from, from, from agrarian cultures to, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, like, I, 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 I'm keen on, um, right now, the two person, but uh, being a part of like a group is very satisfying in a way that I yeah. would not be able to. Um, well, I love you know. playing two person scenes for sure, yeah. you know. But I, but I'm and you know every single one of these podcasts are two, are two person scenes. Yeah. Because uh, I think that it you know it's easy easier to kind of like talk about this talk about yeah. the the mechanical moments that mm -hmm. happen. But but yeah, I love ensemble work, you know. Just because I, I, if it can really work, the scope of that many minds kind of in series, and you it, know, it, it, uh, or in it, sequence, it, I guess. What's it? Cotton? I don't know why that you cotton to. Is that a yeah. phrase? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a you know it's a thing that is a is someone who thinks about it a lot. Like that stuff makes sense to you. It lines up, and you can categorize and characterize things. Inside of it, I, I I don't really do that as much. For me, it's always just big blob of magic. <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, that's literally like, like the level. Of, like, I, I know, right? Well, that's, so, like, that's, talk that's, about a, it. that's the thing, though, is that like we, I, I, like a good ensemble needs people like both of us. Yeah. You know, oh, yes. you know, like as someone who's sitting there and being like, oh, the architecture of this thing is, is, is these are how these, you know, how these improvised scenes may fit together and okay I'm watching this and it spurs me to try and see uh, putting this idea out here and see where it goes but it just as needs someone to, in there that is like this is magic <laughs> you know and I'm you know because too much calculation kills the kill you know kills the animal you know it feels like alchemy like I used to, I've thought about it at great lengths and it just feels like at the end of it I'm just like scribbling away I'm like well this is magic. Well, it's good, you know? I mean, that's the thing, is it shouldn't be a machine. It shouldn't be mechanical. It should be It should be messy and live. Yeah. And so the attitude of, oh, this is magic, and I'm just going to do something because I'm moved to do it, you know, is, that's what makes it unique and a breathing creature, you know? I mean, you know, there's certainly some configurations of folks I play with where I wind up being a little bit more um, like that, where, like, I'm, 
having to be like, I have to throw away all the, th- yeah. th- this is becoming overly mechanical. My net, my new mechanical job is to throw away all my mechanics and create mess. You know, like there's certainly circumstances where I do that. And then there's some, some, you know, things I play where it's like the opposite happens. And I'm like, this is all mess. I have to become the narc and like try and, you know, try and make sure things that there's some, some, some motion to the show where there's some consideration for pace and putting certain things out there, you know, all that, all that kind of... I don't feel satisfied after those kind of shows. Yeah, you know, well, that's the thing. It's like, it's not... Re- I mean, the it, show could go great, but I personally don't enjoy that. Being a mechanical caretaker is not as yeah. rewarding as yeah. being, like, <laughs> be, as being, like, in it, you yeah. know? It's not. I mean, yeah, I don't, you know... I, I love those shows where I get to where, you know, I feel like I'm playing with people that are just waiting for me to do something kind of, like just outrageous you know because then I can be like oh man I you know I can just watch something and then just let my mind wander into whatever crazy place it's gonna go and then explode you know so it's it's great you know it's it's great but you know we kind of it takes all of that so you know okay do you have to go <coughs> um what show um, do you have I'm playing the scene oh yeah. with Farrell um, he's in Alaska right now. He's already, he already left? Yeah, he, he and Louie left today. Okay. Um, whenever this is released, Louie and Farrell are in Alaska, <laughs> or have been, and I will have been too. So, um. Ask me about it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ask me about it later. Um, so, uh, yeah, so, well, I guess the only other thing I wanted to say is that I, I really did appreciate, like, you know, a few, few moments into the scene when we sort of, like, had started that interaction and um, I, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I think there's a lot of different places we could be. Yeah. And I was like, I was starting to be like, okay, I think maybe we're at like a bait shop or like, you know, like a, 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 an aquarium or something. And like somehow, you know, I was like trying, I was starting to formulate in my mind like, okay, what does this feel like? And not, then I'm just going to say it because that will free us up. And then you said it. You're just like, we're a pair of 45 minute fishermen. <laughs> Uh, and I was, and it was, to me, that's so freeing. I was just like, thank God you did it. Like, I don't have to worry about that. Now we know exactly what it is. And then we got to play the rest of the scene. So that was great. And I mean, what's it? That was, that that was me realizing that the word wasn't winnow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you took total responsibility. That's why I was asking if you had, I was losing weight because you winnow. Yeah, winnow away. Yeah. Yeah. And that was me realizing, oh, the suggestion was actually minnow. We are forty players. That was great. I thought that was awesome. I mean, look how look how much like sort of like that. Yeah, look how much sort of like the just kind of reacting to. Look how look what the mess gave us. It gave us a beautiful scene where we were kind of like de- where I got to be dealing with my desire to be more sensitive, and then you got to be totally pathetic at the end of it. I don't you know. know. It was, I mean, it, I've, been, I've been really worried about stealing everything. <laughs> well, good. I'm happy that that rose to the surface. It's certainly like a thing lately. It's a thing. Yeah. I was, Mary Wynn and I were in Wisconsin uh, several weeks ago, and there's a, a gluten free bread company called the Silly Yak Bread Company. And I'm just like, oh man, it really is like, I'm just, I'm just like, man, I hope that no one ever tells me I can't eat bread. <laughs> I 
I mean, that's like my, that's, that's my jam. I mean, yeah. that's, that's like, that's my, I, I, if I didn't have rice, like, I, I would, I would winnow away. Like, <laughs> like it wouldn't be okay. I, I don't, like, I, yeah, it's, um. I'm really uh, concerned about this, like, age stuff. <laughs> I, I'm, like, very... I just came from thinking, yeah, getting a facial. Like, I'm trying to, like, like uh, what is it? Preserve myself in a jar. Oh, yeah. No, I get it. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I, I've grown my beard out a little bit yeah. lately. And I've got... I've had, I have more silver hairs than I've ever had before, you know? I, I'm getting them, like, around here. But see, I always thought that I'd be one of those ladies that could, like, rock it. Yeah. I am not. <laughs> I think, you know, you should probably ask your husband whether that's the case or not. Because I'm just like, no, actually don't, in theme of this, don't put him in a position where he's born to lose. Just No, you know. and that, that's that's totally, um, because it started off, I thought, I made, I, I was I was chose to like speak in my normal voice. And then I was like, well, I don't know, I guess we're, I'm a, a woman and then like we're whatever, stupid, uh, husband and wife like bickering about this shit. And I was like, well... And then I realized that it was about minnow, and then I was like, well, I yeah, started smoking, speaking in this voice, so this is going to be the choice that I make as speaking in this voice and et cetera, but... I think it's, yeah. that's totally fine. I mean, like, if... Because I've been if, in these situations If someone's friends. critique at the end of the scene is, she didn't do a man voice, <laughs> that's kind of like, you still got it, right? You still, you got it, you, you know... She believed she was a man. <laughs> I believe she was a man. Like, it was just, like, it's, uh... But, but um, that's, it's funny, because, like, the friend that lives around here is a person I've had this exact conversation with. Oh, really? About, oh, like, so honesty funny. and things like that, because, you know, the, what is, uh... I just wonder about this. Because this is another thing. There was an Atlantic article recently about um, modern, how the, they're disfranchised, like, men who are actually... Like getting divorced or out of work, but they actually create a separate uh, family structure for themselves, whether it's uh, fellow friends or like, huh. and it's and it's about this uh, serial killer that was targeting them, like the people that oh. we were just talking about the suicide belt, like yeah. those people that are like out of work intermittently in mid fifties yeah. kind of area, living in rural kind of areas, and how they generally like kind of create a ramshackle kind of family out of whatever remnants of the family or whatever situation they're in. Yeah. And the serial killer was targeting them because he assumed that they would be alone. Oh, wow. And they actually, and it turns out, and then that's how you figure out there's a network of people regardless. Yeah. Of like, however alone they are and they live alone, they don't have a job, they are doing this or they live, but they have people that care for them regardless. Yeah. Isn't that wow. a wonderful story? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you know? I know. It was, it was, I mean, it's an, obviously not the idea of them being targeted by a serial <laughs> killer, but the idea that that there's a yeah that there's a a uh, well just I mean you know yeah that human beings kind of like we'll cluster yeah. together so to support support each other I think is is nice. See, I think that's what's so in- interesting is that you're confronting both the horrible and the wonderful all the time. <laughs> You know, I mean, I could see where you'd get tired, but it doesn't feel like you'll run out of gas. <laughs> you know? it's like, I mean, and I get that. I mean, yeah. that's where I am, too. You know, I think a lot it's, you know, I've, I've got some, some friends that have very dark attitudes on life, and I can converse with them on that same playing field. But then it's kind of like, yeah, but you know what's great is like, you know, like love and stuff. And that's the thing. I'm a sarcastic asshole as well. And I can really go there if you want me to. (laughs) (laughs) 
but the thing is, I'm so earnest yeah. about, like, and, um, and even for this dark stuff, I'm enthusiastic about being, like, sarcastic <laughs> and sad, like, yeah, let's do it right now, but I think that's what prevents me from totally going over that edge, it's just, like, it's the same way I think I approach um, improv, it's just, like, I'm intense about, like, wanting to do this with you. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, you know, it just, maybe as an only child, but I just want to do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We said that you do it. You sign up. Let's do like, yeah. let's get into it. Let's get in there. And then, um, uh, that, 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 but it does get exhausting. Like, I think I burn, I'll, I need to take a day every month to just be like, yeah. <laughs> sit in a corner and just be like. Oh, definitely when I get a few hours, it's like, oh, this is really nice to just lay here. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's oh, a, I can handle a... that. <laughs> okay. Was it satisfying? Uh, this was, yeah, it was great. It, okay. Uh, did, uh, how's it, it, did you, it, it, was there anything else? Um, yeah. no, I've no, too much about like, improv. No, thank you so much for doing it.